0: Welcome to episode three, Where Am I? This episode is concerning the modality number two, which is awareness is healing energy. And I've discovered that this modality is probably one of the most complex to not only understand, put into practice, but even more so explaining to others what this means to me. So to help with that, I thought it'd be really good to start with the story. This was about five or six years ago. And I hadn't really begun my journey of self-awareness and self-development. But I found myself on vacation in the Caribbean. The sky was amazingly blue. The water was crystal clear. I was surrounded by people who cared about me, my significant other at the time as well. And I was miserable. I was angry. And I was frustrated. I looked down at my feet and I could see my toes wiggling in the clear water the sand like brown sugar was just so amazing. And I was so angry at life and just miserable. And what I have come to call that is, I was a zombie in paradise, like on The Walking Dead. A lumbering creature of fear, destruction, and unease. That's who I was. I was able to hide it and I was able to, try and deal with it, knowing that something was not quite right. But I was a zombie in paradise. And I find it common for us to realize that we are a zombie in paradise, that no matter what the situation is, we are either fearful or distrustful, creating unease to those around us. And it feels like we're unconscious of why we are that way. And a lot of us are that way, so often it feels normal. So it doesn't feel like there could be another way of being. So we accept the fact that many times we are this lumbering ego zombie, unconscious of its surroundings. In the best case scenario, this lumbering ego zombie, maybe like in the zombie movies, you see All the zombies that are unconscious or asleep or seemingly dead, but inevitably they wake up when you least expect it. In almost every horror film and every zombie film, the heroes, the protagonists are walking through the uh, seemingly unmoving ego zombies, and eventually they wake up and they attack. And that's who we are when we're in this unconscious, unaware state. And worst case scenario, you know you're on the attack. You know you're attacking somebody. You are creating, you're sowing the seeds of distrust, doubt, and fear. And you don't feel like you have any way to stop it. You can see yourself doing these things. You can see yourself causing destruction, causing unease, causing yourself unease. And you're unable to break out of that mode of being and that's where this modality to awareness is healing energy can help us break out of that can help us destroy the ego zombie Uh, one of the most important things to remember about the ego zombie as we're calling it now is that it is completely unaware and unconscious and that's what makes it the undead it's undead it's unkillable it is always lumbering and always on the attack when you least expect it So if we take this premise to be true, how do we start to get rid of our becoming the ego zombie, staying in a state of unconsciousness? I do consider this to be uh, one of the hardest modalities to put into practice because we are in this state of unconsciousness so often. We are doing, as in the previous episode, discuss these knee-jerk reactions to the world around us, which triggers the ego zombie to attack. For instance, you might be on a hike either being in the future or being in the past, but you're not present to your surroundings and nature. You could be like the previous story where I was in a paradise and I couldn't appreciate the paradise around me because I was either in the future or the past and I was the ego zombie. So what I love about the term ego zombie is that when your ego is in control and you are living in the future or living in the past, it's not a cute thing. This is not an intellectual exercise. You are an ego zombie sowing destruction and causing havoc around you all the time. And you're unconscious about it. Or even if you're conscious that you're doing it, you don't know how to break the cycle. And you end up inevitably blaming others for you being the ego zombie. And that just creates a vicious cycle where you're blaming others for how you're reacting to them and to the world. But you're really the unconscious ego zombie. So how do we break out of it? You can be with lots of people, lots of people surrounding you, and you can say to yourself, all these people are triggering me being the ego zombie. It's their fault. Or you can be alone, sad, frustrated, angry, but you're by yourself. Ego zombie is still creating destruction and fear around you. Whether you're with a group, whether you're alone, whether you're in paradise, on vacation, by yourself or with others, being the ego zombie is creating a life filled with fear, uncertainty, and doubt. So how do we get out of it? What are the steps we can take? to not only be aware of our unconsciousness, which we're calling the ego zombie, but put into practice things that can help push us out of that. So I'm gonna talk about three things and three daily practices that we can do to start making ourselves more aware of this. So there's a Zen practice called No Tree, No Mirror, No Dust. You should uh, look that up. It is a powerful parable. And what it essentially means to me is if you can look at an object like a tree and not give it a name, and not give it a judgment, whether it's a good tree, a strong tree, an old tree, a young tree, an ugly tree, a beautiful tree. If you can look at it without even calling it a tree, just being across from this object and look at it and be present with it without thought. We are mostly unaware of our constant judgment of everything around us where that thing brings me joy or that thing pisses me off or that thing is a beautiful thing in my life or that's something that I should get rid of. It's a constant stream of judgment and thought. And in this Zen practice of being able to be with something, someone, something without a name, without a judgment, and just being present with that object is the first step in snapping you out of this unconscious state of the ego zombie. So for me, it is... Being in a state of presence without thought. And when I first heard about that, and when I first heard of trying to live your life in a state of present without thought, the first thing that I thought was that is impossible. How can you not have a thought? How can you not be... What is it like to not have thought? So even when we're talking to somebody, we're not actually in conversation with them we're not present with them we're just waiting to spew out the next thought that we want to tell them for the most part to try and be right so is this possible it is i'll give you an example of the first time i was aware that no thought is possible and it happens to all of us all the time when we're listening to one of our favorite songs in the car uh, when we're showering When that song comes on and you're singing the words, these unnameable emotions come up when we're singing the song. We get locked into what this musical emotional journey is and we're on that ride with that song in that moment. But you're not having thoughts about whatever was bothering you. You get locked into, almost hypnotized by the song and by the moment. And that's an example of being in a state with no thought. So after the podcast, put on your favorite song, get into it. And you'll notice that for those three or four minutes, you don't have any thoughts about anything else that was going on in your life before the song came on. And when you're in that state, two things seep in secretly, and I'll tell you what those are in a minute. But being in a state of no thought, understanding, being present without judgment, being present without thought is the first step in snapping you out of being the ego zombie, So the Zen daily practice was one idea. The second idea was uh, listening to music where you can be in a state without thought. The third comes from Eckhart Tolle who had an exercise to show you that it's possible to be in a state without thought quickly. So here's what he said to do. Think about what your next thought is going to be. Be present with your surroundings and say to yourself, I wonder what my next thought is going to be and wait for it. Like a cat waiting for a mouse to emerge from the mouse hole. What is my next thought going to be? And wait for it. And what you'll find is it never comes. Being in a state of awareness will stop the endless flow of thoughts. And it happens almost instantaneously. So pause this podcast. Center yourself. And then say to yourself, I wonder what my next thought will be. And you'll find a few things happen. The thought doesn't come. What might come is a piece of music. You might start hearing or reciting the lyrics of some song. Because in that state of no thought, you immediately go back to the neck, to the previous state you were in when you didn't have any thought. And that was usually music. So, And I find for myself, every time I do this exercise, after a minute or so of not having thought of complete silence in my brain where there's no, where the endless stream of thoughts have stopped, music will start to seep in and I'll start singing this song in my head or reliving this moment or this piece of music and another piece of music will come in and another piece of music will come in and eventually it goes back to no thought again. And it's amazing that being in that state, what will seep in? And what seeps in is joy. That's where singing in the shower is really this common moment that we have with ourselves where we're in that state of no thought and joy immediately seeps in when the endless thought is stopped. Because at that moment, you are no longer the ego zombie causing destruction, fear, and uncertainty in your life. You are in a state of joy. You are in a state of no thought. You are in a state of being you, the true you. So with those three experiments to help you understand that there is a possibility to not have thought, and once again, why do we not want to have thought? It's because of the ego zombie. The ego lives in the river of constantly flowing thoughts. The ego zombie is just below the surface of that river of endless thought waiting to strike, and it doesn't take long. So I invite you to put into practice no thought and practice that as often as you can, consciously. As I was practicing this, one thing that came to mind is how much of my day is spent of my mind idling, producing endless streams of thought. And as I create this river of endless thought, I'm creating the catalyst for the ego zombie to be in control, to be me in that state. So the longer you practice this way of being without thought, what we are doing is being aware. So it goes back to the name of this modality, which awareness is healing energy. So as you're in this state of no thought, what seeps into the void where thought was occupying is joy. Joy immediately seeps into your way of being when there's no thought. And as that joy seeps in, The body then responds through laughter, spontaneous dance, all the things that we want to be in a state of, how we want to be with those other humans around us. Instead of being the ego zombie, creating fear, uncertainty, and doubt and destruction in your life, you can be you can have a sense of awareness, a sense of presence, where joy is in you and it radiates out, and your body will react to the joy inside of you and you will be magnetic, you will have people coming to you. Like hearing drums in the distance, it draws people to you, does not repel the people you care about. So what I love about Modality 2, where awareness is healing energy, as you are more aware in the state of no thought, in the state of a joyful way of being, the healing energy that this modality two talks about is how you react to the world, how the world is reacting to you. And you can start to heal your life almost immediately just from these few practices of knowing awareness is healing energy. And what's so great about modality two is that it is the catalyst for modality nine which we'll get to in later episodes, but modality nine is my favorite. Easy to understand, relatively easy to implement, but it's not possible without mastering modality two, which awareness is healing energy. Modality nine is, is on inspiration and taking action when inspired. So can't wait to get to that episode.